What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the BCA podcast. I'm so happy you're here. Make sure you tune in. You won't regret it. You'll be inspired. You'll be driven. Um, and I just want to let you know, uh, it doesn't cost nothing to support, right? All you have to do is subscribe, like, share. That's how you're going to support. You know what I mean? But if you do want to support financially, go ahead and go to BreakingChangeAcademy.com. Buy some merch. We got hats. We got massage guns. We got Breaking Chains Academy tees. All authentic, pure stuff. You won't want to miss it. But yeah, man, I appreciate y'all so much, man. Have a good listen. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BCA podcast. I know it's been a minute, and today I got a special guest, somebody who uh, who I can call a dear friend who's super talented. I think she can do anything if, if you just give it to her and, and she put her mind to it. Um, and uh, she goes by the name Neek. That's her. Uh, she's an actual singer who used to be a former thrower, an NCAA All-American, to be exact. And... Uh, <laughs> And she's from Florida, South Florida. I'll let you introduce yourself and let them know the logistics, but let the world know who you are. Yeah, so my name is Monique. Um, I go by Neek, my stage name. Music name is Neek. Um, yeah, I'm from Florida, born and raised by Jamaican parents. Um, I came out here to California um, as a student athlete. That's how I met you. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, from there, life is kind of taking different twists and turns. So now I'm doing music, left the athlete life behind, but um yeah that's where we're at right now cool so so you said you got here how you well how you got to california is through athletics right so i was gonna yeah. ask you because this is the breaking change academy podcast were you like the first out of your family to go to college or did your parents because you say your parents from jamaica did they go to college or um so my dad didn't go to college my mom i think she started college but she didn't yeah. finish you're the first um, to graduate and that was a chain yeah. that was broken that never happened you know? yeah that's great that's great um and then so how did that how did, what was that process like like so let's go back to young Monique right young Monique and she and, and what was she doing what was the first what was the first like thing that caught your I guess eye or something you were glued to as a young kid that made you go into athletics and then I know you probably could always sing I'm assuming mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but yeah um, young Monique was always singing for sure. Like always, always young Monique wanted to be Lauren Hill, Beyonce, you know what I mean? Um, and that was always kind of something that I always wanted to pursue, but just my parents didn't really have the tools and resources to kind of put me in those positions. Um, and we really knew no one like who was really in the industry like that, who could kind of give us the game. Um, and then I wanted to be so many different things. I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be a lawyer. Um, I never thought I I would be an athlete. So how, excuse me, how, when you were thinking about being a teacher and a lawyer, right? What, what made you think like that? Cause you know, like when I was a kid, I never thought about being a teacher or Mm -hmm. a lawyer. Yeah. I didn't see that. I was, I seen teachers, but I, all of my teachers were female ladies mm-hmm. and, I, and I always didn't like teachers when I was a kid. So I'm like, I'm not going to be a teacher, but now I'm actual, basically a teacher. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you don't realize when you get older, yeah. like what made you think like that? You think, or, um, I love kids. I love kids. And I feel like I've always had this like teachable, like coach presence about myself. You know what I mean? So 
um I've always wanted to be kind of in that role in some aspects so I said teacher of course because that's the most like you know linear thing to that and then lawyer because I really enjoyed law and like learning about it in school um and I always felt like I had the presence like to really like you know be a lawyer ask the right questions and kind of you know hold my composure in a way um that was professional so that's why I said like teacher lawyer first for kind of what was on my mind when I was growing up but then you know you kind of (laughs) changed how did things start to change as you were growing up um it started to change I would say about high school when I got to high school um I did track really only for the reason because one of my friends is doing it. <laughs> and uh, she was like, oh, come on, come with me. I'm like, okay, sure. And I ended up doing it and sticking with it. And um, my sophomore year, um, I was enjoying it, doing it, you know, and made a lot of friends and stuff like that. And But I was kind of like a jack of all trades. Like I did all the running events, all the yeah. events, you know I- what I mean? Right. But I wasn't like, super excelling in one and so the throws coach on my team shout out coach brown um he was like you should throw you should try to throw and I was like sure why not you know add something else to my you know list and I did it and he was like you know what you should stick with me like you're gonna be really good and I was like really he was like yeah and um yeah like he just saw it in me right then and there and I was like okay I don't gotta run cool (laughs) like I'll stick with you and I stuck with him in that first year like it was crazy like you telling you telling that story reminds me of like when I was at Fresno State and I had mm -hmm. another teammate and and it's funny because when I got there normally I don't find anybody with the last name blue but just so Uh what that's crazy. Her last name was Blue, and she was from uh-huh. Florida. She's from Miami. Yeah. She's actually a, a chiropractor now, mm-hmm. Doctor Blue, and uh, she uh, she uh, had a coach the same way, and they told her like he basically like put it in her to make her believe in herself. She didn't. She wasn't thinking nothing of it. Yeah, and she became one of the best hammer throwers in the NCAA. Also, came from all the way from Miami to Fresno State. You know. Yeah. Like, it happens that. like that. That's crazy. Yeah. It must be something in the water over there, though. <laughs> Look, we oh. breed athletes over there. <laughs> Florida athletes hit me up. No, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's dope. And then so in high school, and then what you you end up getting really good, or, or and then that's how. Yeah. Um. Just like I said, it just you know just kind of happened. He really saw something in me, and like something in me was like trust him, you know. And I did, and like within a year, like the gains were crazy, like. I mean, I'm winning competitions. I'm like runner up, you know, like kind of competing. I'm like kind of seeing like, okay, this is cool. But I didn't really understand track until my junior year, until um, like it was open season pretty much. And like I had hundreds of like letters coming to the house and like college coaches calling my personal phone. Like it was crazy. Like, and I was like, this is a thing. Like I can go to college. Yeah. And, and so, not pay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And some you never realize, and all of a sudden, exactly. All of a sudden, just dope. kind of falls into my lap. So during this time in high school, mm-hmm. was, I'm assuming that you wasn't thinking about seriously singing. You knew you had a good voice and stuff, but yeah. you probably wasn't even out out of your shell. Because it's funny because yeah. I remember like when we were teammates, I knew mm-hmm. people were saying you could sing. I yeah. probably heard you sing like one time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's been plenty of times where we could, right. you know, when we was on a bus, right, right. 
Yeah. Seem like, you know, then you're mm-hmm. just like more, you know, reserved and all that stuff. What you probably yeah. say now. <laughs> you grown now, so it's different. You know the yeah. aspect of everything. Um, so yeah, where were singing at during that time? In, in, in um, like- so singing, I was like in the studio, low key. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I was in the studio. That we had like this little studio at the Boys and Girls Club that I used to go to like over the summer, and um, I would just go in there and like, I don't know what I thought I was doing, but we were just making songs. Like I was just writing songs and making music. Um. But I never had any plans, you know, like I just was doing it because I always wanted to do it. Um, but I never really there was no like plan to action, you know, it just was there. I just have it on a CD somewhere, you know, um, you got the old tracks or what? <laughs> Listen there. I have them. <laughs> They'll never see the light of day, but yeah, I definitely have them. Um, but yeah, um, I did like talent shows and stuff like that, like during high school. So it's still kind of always like in the back of my mind. Um, but I'll be honest too, like when I was being recruited and it was getting to that point where like I was talking to coaches and like kind of very seriously considering um going to college for track and field I almost was like no I'm not gonna go I want to do music and that was one of that was one a challenging uh decision I know your parents was on you young Hmm? I said I know your parents was on you about that you know um I always knew like like promised my grandparents before they passed I was like I want to go to like I'm going to college you know but how was never really yeah you know, I never really thought about how. Wow. So when that kind of fell into my lap, I'm like, okay, this is how, but yeah. do I want to commit to this knowing like what that's going to mean for the next four, maybe five years of my life? Um, and I already felt like I was good. I was doing good, but I don't love it like how I love music. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I felt that like <laughs> from day one. Did you always feel like that? Because I felt yeah. like, it was at a point you just was like, it's funny. It's it's so crazy when you meet athletes that are really good at something. Yeah. And you're like, the people that want to be in your position. Want to be good. Be that they're, good. Like, yeah. they're like, man, you don't even know. Like, <laughs> and they just, <laughs> like, oh, but just you know, one thing mm-hmm. I can say, though, as your teammate, though, mm-hmm. like, I, you always did your process, though. Like, you, just because you didn't really necessarily love it. You still yeah. put in your work mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. You came and and you worked and you practiced for a long time. Yeah. Sometimes maybe coach uh, coach shoots was only coached you, but no, I was just. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Well, don't do my coach like that. The average boy. But hey, but it was worth it though. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's crazy that it's like that. I don't know why. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, so, um, so when did you decide it? What, what was that factor that made you decide, like, I'm going to Cali, I'm going to LA? Um, I think I was getting to my last year. It was Olympic year coming up 2016 and Avery, you know, wanted all of us, you know, to go to the Olympics and be able to compete. Um, cause I'd wanted to redshirt the year prior to that. But he straight up told me no. Oh, I'm saying, no, I'm talking about. Oh, what, sorry. No, I'm talking about uh, what made you come to Cali. We talking about in high school. Oh, 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 what made me come? To, oh, so, um, what made me come to Cali? I'd always low key like I always wanted to come to Cali, yeah. like always. Um, I had a boyfriend who <laughs> like, always wanted to come to Cali, 
And um, that's what inspired your first song, or what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I always want like he always wanted to come to Cali. I always want to come to Cali. Um, that's kind of one of the things, you know, when you're young and like sprung and in love, you're like, oh yeah, we're gonna be together, movie Cali and all this stuff. So it was kind of like in the back of my mind. And then too, like I just didn't want to be close to home for whatever reason. Like I just was like, I'm going as far as possible. <laughs> like y'all not gonna be able to drive. It's like both. It's like from recruiting, it's either they want to stay at home or yeah. they want to dip far. Like yeah. it's girls that I recruited and they're like, No, I'm not trying to stay in California. And I'd be yeah. like, it's the best weather. You about to be raining out in thunderstorms <laughs> down south somewhere. But yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So I was like, I want to go far. My parents were not happy. But I was like, y'all not paying for it. So <laughs> you don't really get a say. <laughs> but um, they got over it eventually. Yeah. So mm-hmm. next question mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you is um what what going more into your music, um, what would you say is your like genre or what your type of music that you create what's your mm-hmm. what's your emphasis in that um I mean I don't want to put myself in a box because the music that I put out isn't like a full representation of like my entire catalog you know um but I would say I'm an emotional person so like all of my stuff is like well a lot of it is very like neo so very r&b very um i guess you can call it like alternative r&b or like trap r&b um yeah i kind of stay in that pocket but i do have some stuff that's like kind of pop really poppy you know that still is me and kind of resonates with me but i would say like mainly like you'll know me for like really deep tones like in like melodic feel you know really singy yeah yeah that makes sense Um, Mm -hmm. what would you say like um is because I hear that in your music like and I see it you know and um and I'm like I'm wondering like because I know you got that Jamaican background I'm waiting for you (laughs) you don't gotta go all the way like right right right. you can at least (laughs) give it like a little I like that Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah, right. Like, you know, that's dope. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to hear your voice on something like that. Yeah. Like, that's going to be crazy. I'm yeah, man, I got some new stuff, man. I can't wait to put it out. Yeah. Have you, um, I was going to say, if you could, if you could work with any artist mm-hmm. to make a song, who would that be? Oh, that's a good, good, good question um I would say you could pick two two okay all right cool that's good um I would definitely say Jasmine Sullivan for sure 100 percent um I've always loved her and like I mean just choices like the choices that she makes like in her music like in her vocals like I would just love to just sit in a room and just be a fly on the wall you know and listen like how that whole session goes of like her choosing like I'm gonna do this run right here like you know um so definitely jasmine sullivan I, I would love to work with her um her voice is so strong and like powerful and then the other person i would say would be drake all day yeah, like all day like, like it's a guaranteed hit <laughs> i mean it's a guaranteed hit but not only that i feel like you could just learn like he's been around phenomenal artists like i'm being little wayne come on now like you know um Rick Ross, like Nicki Minaj, you know? So I would feel like I would learn so much, like not even just about the music stuff, but just about like everything in general. Yeah. But yeah. 
you know, you, one thing that I learned, like, throughout this whole, like, uh, social media upbringing, yeah. like, when it comes to being a music artist or when it comes to be a content creator in general, the people that get the most, like, clout, I guess, or, like, the most views and all that stuff, it's the person that's, like, most unique that's resonating with other people. You yeah. know, like, even while you know for sure, like, with singing, some people can sing, but some people don't yeah. got the voice. Yeah. Like, for instance, like, one thing, right, you listen to, like, Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke, to some people, when they first hear him, like, who is this? Like, he sound weird. Mm-hmm. And he got popping because he's so unique. Right. Nobody sounds like him, except for probably, like, 50 Cent back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That resonate. And then, like, or if you get on TikTok, right? And if people are saying the things that you want to say, but you don't say it, those right. are people that blow up. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, crazy how it works like that. But mm-hmm. if, if people know that, like, okay, I'm going to be unique with what I'm doing. And that's how you know somebody it's gonna catch on at some point. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean, because they yeah. can't find this nowhere else. Exactly. Know? Yeah. Um, so I was next question I was gonna ask you was like, what's your creative process like when you write? I know you're a songwriter and all yeah. that stuff. What's that process like? What's your how you get into your mode, your mm-hmm. zone, and, and what's that process like? Um, it varies. So it depends, like if I'm writing it for me or if I'm writing it for somebody else, um, it varies. But I would say like, if I'm writing it for somebody else, I have to have like nothing to do, like no plans, just sit down and say, all right, you about to write, you know, and kind of, if I already have the beat, just kind of listen to that. If I have like a theme or whatever they want me to write about, kind of just sit down and just like, you know, just listen to it on a loop and kind of, you know, figure out what I want to say and how I want to say it. Um, yeah, so it's kind of a more deliberate process when I'm writing for somebody else. Um, but I would say if when I'm writing for me, it's all emotional. <laughs> like, it's emotional. Like, if I have a feeling that I write about it, or if I sit down, I'm like, I want to write about this. Like, you know, then I'll, you know, just kind of woosah, put some stuff aside. It's like then, J. Blige. Like, yeah. Almost, but that, I'm not so hard though. Like, Man, that's all I grew up on is that because you know people resonate with that. That's yeah. dope. And what's what's the what's the favorite song that I, you have written? That written, written, so, <laughs> written. Um, yeah, or one you was like, oh, I should have kept this for myself. Um, I I low key wrote something for somebody the other day. It was um, the song is called Milk Chocolate, but um for this artist the other day and I wrote a verse well actually I wrote two verses and then um I ended up only like putting one verse on there but it was so hard I was like oh <laughs> I should have kept this for myself you <laughs> but nah it ended up sounding really good I was just like you know I'd already agreed to it whatever but um yeah it was hard like I was like yeah mm-hmm, this is it if you could take uh you only could take three things into the studio with you. <laughs> <laughs> What's that gonna be? Um, it's definitely gonna be some kind of liquor. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I'm not like drowning myself in liquor, but you're getting in the vibe. I'm getting the vibe. You know, I'm I'm tapping in. You know, to just how I'm feeling. Like, I'm relaxing a little bit. Nothing that's gonna get me like turned up. Um. Yeah, I'm just kind of, and it warms up my voice too. So, <clears throat> like, I'll, you know, kind of say that. Some people say yeah. like alcohol can like, I guess, like clear clear up your throat better. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I think it's the opposite. It make it worse. You think so? That's probably with me though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I literally <laughs> was drinking. But, <laughs> oh, you got alcohol, and then you said what else? Um, alcohol. I definitely say my phone mm-hmm, for sure. Um, because I literally write. I'll write it. I'll type it out. I've gotten in the habit of that, so I like have it all in word documents, like all the songs. But then, like, I don't want to have a piece of paper in front of me, so I just pull it up on my phone. So I'm reading lyrics from my phone, or if I'm writing in the studio, then I'll do it in my notepad. But um. Uh, and then the other thing, huh, that's a good one. Um, I would just say, like, maybe like an outfit that kind of expresses how I feel like that day. That day? Yeah. You know, people, I, really, it's like you internalize everything that you bought. I Like everything. Like whatever the song is that I'm about to record, like the whole everything has to like just feel, you know, sure. like how I'm feeling pretty much. You know, so if I'm like feeling good, feeling great, I'm about to be flying in the studio. <laughs> like if I'm feeling like, you know, kind of mellow, I'll be like in some sweats, some sneakers, a hoodie, like, you know, something fly like that. But yeah, I would say like an outfit that kind of just matches my mood. Yeah, I don't really, honest, I don't really be having like a whole bunch of people in the studio with me or like, I don't really need too much. So how do you, I was going to ask you too, how do you manage like um, your, your, um, nine to five or your job with doing music because like one of the one of the biggest things too like it's hard people all upcoming artists have some kind of you know job that they're doing to make money until that started making big money you know and but they always say like oh people be quitting their jobs they go full out force and it work out for some people you know yeah yeah how do you manage that um it's very conflicting like like whenever you're doing something that you know you don't necessarily want to do forever you know you know you kind of have your eye on something else that you much rather be doing 24 7 um it's always conflicting so mm-hmm. <laughs> every day is like intentional it's like all right i know why i'm doing this like, there's a purpose for it all you know for sure um but how do i manage it it's tough i'll be honest but I'm a night owl, so like my studio sessions are always like at night. I rarely ever like during the day. Yeah, um, I'm always in the studio like late, 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 late. Um, and then as far as I would say lately, what the challenge has been is just marketing. Because marketing, yeah. that's when people are up, not when people are sleeping. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm at work all day long, like there's only so much that's I can. You got physically. the morning for. <clears throat> Like as soon as soon as you wake up, as soon as you wake up to go to work, <laughs> have the content ready at night and in the morning. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I've had to learn that skill. I've had to learn that skill. I found like little software stuff to like help me, like just plan it way ahead of time, so I don't even have to worry like about doing nothing five minutes before. Like I got to do it. Like you know, so that's been helpful. But marketing, I would say that's been like the struggles. Just and then like two, like not only do I have a lot of people that during the day that need me for things need me to make decisions need me to come up with solutions like in my own personal I got people hitting me up for all different kinds of things you know what I'm saying so I got to be constantly like connected answering 
this, like reaching out, responding, because things have an expiration date. You know what I mean? If somebody well, hits you, you up about an opportunity, like a superstar already, you got to stop texting everybody back. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I have like a business email. You know what I mean? I have like another phone for that kind of stuff. Um, so I don't, you know, kind of overlap. But when stuff falls into your lap, like you know, you got to show people like, yeah, I'm ready to work. So you got about 24 to 48 hours to respond and be prompt about stuff. So, um, yeah, I try to do that and kind of always be on my phone, which causes me to literally stay on my phone 24-7. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. All right. So how, how do you think, how do you think, uh, the pandemic has affected you? Like, during this time of like music, is it was it better? Did it make you feel like you're getting back on? Or man. like <laughs> man, we about to get real. <laughs> um, I'm not even gonna lie to you. So when the pandemic began, I was so happy to be out of work. I'm not even gonna lie. I was at home chilling. Like I'm very comfortable in my own space, you know? Yeah. Like I love my space. I can go days without talking to somebody, like. I love it. So when I had the opportunity to do that, I was like, let's go. Like, let's go. That was when I actually wrote this whole project that I'm about to release right now. Like during that whole time. Um, but I would say as it's progressed, it's been difficult. It's been difficult. Like I would used to go out, meet people, network, all that kind of stuff. You know, you can link up with people, be more comfortable with it. But now it's like, everything's online. Mm -hmm. everything like my dms last week was just ridiculous <laughs> like everything is digital everything is online you know the networking is online i'm starting on inbox i'm starting on comments like so it's different and i feel like it's kind of playing into that like you know just social media wave that we have now but also too it's 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 a gift and a curse because you can become friends with somebody by never meeting them online you know what I mean and build a connection a relationship that way easily and not have to like go out and say I'm gonna sit down in front of you face to face but also it takes away from that yeah like seeing people like shaking your hand like That's different you know right like we really know each other because I've sat down and you know who I am kind you of thing when yeah. I was when I when I was thinking about interviewing you earlier, mm -hmm. I was thinking I'm like, Monique is going into the music industry, right? And I'm like, I was thinking I don't know why this. I'll be thinking like this <laughs> randomly, but like, with people in general, they some there's some like phony people out there. You mm -hmm. feel me? And and then it's real people, but the hard the hardest part is to find people that are authentic. That's you know you know to get to be around and mm -hmm. create, make money, do all that stuff. Then you got people that just now trying to just get over on people mm -hmm. and it's like how do you manage trying to find somebody that's real i'm well, not really find somebody you're not yeah. going out searching but mm -hmm. you know having encounters or having like meeting people networking um you know and if, seeing if they're authentic or not like now with just instagram snapchat tiktok and, you know <laughs> let me tell you it is hard yeah. <laughs> it's hard i mean when i first made the decision because I moved like once or twice when I first made the decision that I was like I'm gonna do music that was like two years ago and I was home in Florida and I like moved was like home for like eight months wasn't doing nothing and I was like all right you got to get your life <laughs> you know and I moved back but when I moved back I was like I need a couple things I need a producer somebody who can do everything from start to finish you know because if I ain't got no music, how am I be a musician? How am I be a singer songwriter if I don't have any songs? 
So for me, that was like the first like thing that I had to find. And luckily I already had somebody who, you know, at the time, like we'd never like worked together, worked together, but. But you knew he produced. Right. And I'd worked with some other producers, but I'm like, nah, this isn't it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we randomly met like one time and I just kept him like on my social media. Like, you know what I mean? And like, um, I came back here like a couple of times. I was like flying back and forth. Um, and I came out here one time for like an interview and I was home recording a song. Like I'd written like these two songs and um, I was like, you know what? And I always kind of do this. Like I always, like when I work with a new producer, I always like do a song that I've already done that I kind of like care about, don't really care about just to see like how they do. Mm-hmm. And um, we recorded the two songs and I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I need to work with you like hundred percent facts. And so that was kind of the confirmation for me to come back. Cause I was like, if I have that, then I'm good for a minute until I need people for other things. And now that I've gotten to the point where I need people, a lot of people for other things, it's a process. It's a process. You have to like, just know who you are in yourself, you know? And I've learned like, even too, like I'm the type of person people I work with, like we really have a relationship, like yeah. F's with each other. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like, I asked with you, but I needed that a week ago, you know? Yeah. So you kind of learn, you know, you kind of learn how to like, you know, be a business person and be about your business, still have those good relationships, but also like make sure that you don't be too boundaries. Stuff ain't getting done. You know what I mean? Right. I feel that. Right. You got to set boundaries and everything. So what about like, um, what about shows and stuff? Have you did it? or are you working on trying to get some shows and stuff um so at the moment presently I haven't done any shows like to be honest with you I feel like at where I am what would be more beneficial to me because I my whole catalog isn't out I don't have a whole bunch of music you know what I mean that I can really sing and people like know the songs is virtual stuff Mm -hmm. so I'm like sort of kind of planning like a virtual concert like after the release of the EP um, and I think for me personally, like where I'm at, that's more beneficial to me than purchasing a venue, like, you know, guessing if people are going to come or not. Or do some thing. like open, open mics. Go like, yeah, I've been to a couple open that. mics. But like, yeah. you know, it's like a big, like black community in LA. Yeah, it so, is. Like, little, you know, GS bars or something mm-hmm. like perform. People get on, especially like they hear you, they're going to be like. i've been to a couple i've been to a couple it's it's been a little bit more difficult but like recently things have kind of started to open up and i try to like follow all those pages that i like you know like that i like so when they're having events i'm like all right i need to get out there but yeah your your social your instagram grew fast i remember when you first started it you have nothing (laughs) that's crazy How how, how did that happen Honestly, so I have some people that do like the social media growth stuff and like I talk to them, like pick their brain, like Instagram is engagement. Like if you're not on there, talking to people, connecting with people, you're going to be just there. You know what I mean? Like, so that's, if that's one thing I've learned that I, man, I used to never be on Instagram. I used to never post nothing. I had an Instagram for probably like two, three years and had like three posts on there. You know, and like when I was like, all right, I'm about to do this music stuff, I even was still slacking with that for a long time. So I'm like, okay, I gotta be more consistent. But like engagement is everything. Like you have to be on there. 
connecting with people, talking to people, getting their comments, getting their inbox, like posting stuff that people actually like, mm-hmm. you know? And also that weeds out the people who really don't ask with you in that way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if they're like, oh, she do music now, I guess. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I ain't really effing with it. Cool, unfollow. Like, you know, you're not liking up my stuff. Like, cool. Like, you know, you're not really interested. Then it kind of weeds those people out. But yeah, that's really what I've been doing. Like, really just engaging with a lot of people, like strangers, but now connections. That's dope. What, um, what would you say? Well, I had the question in my head and it left me. But um, oh, this is all I was gonna say. Um, like who how would I say who are who are some people or like who are some artists, right? Mm-hmm. That you've not already asked kind of a similar question, but yeah. more so like that who are some artists that you would um if you were putting together a project now, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, that like you gotta have them for this reason. Like, give me like two, like, all right, this is the mm-hmm. people. Cause you told me Drake and Jasmine Sullivan, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. I'm talking about if you were doing a project and, and we're not talking about like, let's say you trying to make something different. Like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I always say like, right. If I was making songs like I used to, I, there's a couple people I would get, like I can get Drake and all them. Those are the right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love <laughs> them. It's kind of different. Cause they, this is them. Like, you know what I mean? Right, right, uh, right. Yeah. So who are those people? Um. Hmm, that's a good question. Like celebrity wise or just like they can be celebrity, but I want it to be like not or they can be a superstar, but I just uh-huh. want somebody like this is somebody you really mess with because it's yeah. the type of music they make, you know? Um I don't know it's hard to think of. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Ty Dolla Sign because he don't miss like either. And he cold. He plays so many instruments and he man. a producer and he cold. He to me, he underrated. But, I would say. I would say DJ Mustard. I would say DJ Mustard. Um, just because, I mean, like, just look what he's done with, like, LMA. Like, you know, like, he really yeah, he did. made her sound, like, you know? Um, I would say DJ Mustard for sure. And I would just be curious to know, like, how hands-on he is when it comes to, like, his well, artists. You got to you gotta send me some, like, some clips or something. Mm-hmm. I, might can, I might can plug that in a little bit because one of my... Oh, yeah. My roommates are super close with him. Oh yeah, I got you. One of my old roommates, he like mm-hmm. hang out with him all the time, like literally. Yeah. That's he, I seen like I, he was at his wedding, and I seen like uh, like how he blew up um, mm-hmm. LMA. Yeah, yeah, and it's she crazy. started off on Instagram singing. Right, I know, right? Um, yeah, I was definitely say DJ Mustard because um, I like that pop sound, but it's still R and B. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but it slaps, like you know what I mean. That's dope. Um, and then I would say Tyler the Creator. He, why, why people like Tyler the Creator? I don't get it. So I would say, look, so I'm gonna be real. I'm a new fan. Like recently, like in the past couple of years, I never really paid attention to him back in the day. But um, his songs are like magical. Like you know, like you ever hear something, you just like, yeah. oh, that's the most beautiful thing I've heard. I'm gonna have like, to give a relook. You know, like it's just beautiful. Like, yeah. I was just, and I've listened to like some of his documentaries and stuff like that. And his whole like process too is really interesting. Like how he sits down and decides, you know, I want this trumpet here. I want Charlie Wilson on the chorus. Like, you know, like his whole process is really different from like a lot of artists that I've seen and it still works. 
Um, and it's still, I would say like resonates. I mean, he doesn't put himself in a box as far as genre, but to me, I'm like, yo, that, that's beautiful. Like I would love to be like a part of that. That's dope. That will be super different. That's dope. Right? It'd be so different. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, what would you say uh, throughout your life, right? What's some of the best advice you ever got? Woo wee. Uh, shout out to my daddy. Pops. Uh, don't be a follower, be a leader. Um, man, I don't know how many times he yeah. told me that. Yeah. One. Um, but like from a young age, like I just learned, like you have friends, but you ain't got to do everything as your friends do. Like yeah. everything isn't for you. Yeah. Um, another one, shout out to my mom. Um, every disappointment is for good. So in life and in anything that you're pursuing, like there's so many ups and downs, but sometimes like the things that you feel like are disappointment or that you're sad about or that you wanted to happen, like sometimes there's a good reason for it not happening. Part of the process. Uh, yeah, you know? Yeah. All right, cool. All right, so let's, before we wrap up, mm -hmm. um, you say you got a new project you're working on. What's the name of that? Ooh, you about to give me the tell, huh? It's almost on the way anyway. So yeah. um, it's, it's called Choices. So this summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Choices is the name of the EP. Um, Where'd I come from? So the third, the first and the third are on there. I'm so it's like. Hopefully the second's on there too. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> asking me about that. <laughs> They're like, why you put out the first and then the third? Like, chill. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the first and the third are actually on there. So it's like choices. So like the first choice, the second choice, third choice. It ain't about to be 20 choices. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> oh, to be that too. oh, okay. That's gonna be the yeah. Oh, that's dope. That's yeah. unique. Yeah. People, yeah, that's dope. That's what you gotta do. Yeah. I thought I was thinking something totally different when I was like that. That's dope. Mm -hmm. And then um all right, so it's coming, it's on the way. Um, what's one thing you would want people to know about you or like you want to know, you know, moving forward for you, like what's next and what you're trying to do? Mm -hmm. Um, definitely what's next, more music, more music, so much more music. Um, I've realized how powerful like singles are. That's why I wanted to kind of start off putting out singles before I just drop a whole project. Um, and honestly, I would say like, obviously I ain't blown up overnight yet, but just the feedback that I've received, like from random people, complete strangers, people who don't even know me from Jump Street, like, you know, it's been really good. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, like if I keep doing this and this not even my best work, if I'm being honest, like, you know, like, all right, when I do like put stick my foot in something like, you know, the possibilities are endless. Um, I would say another thing, just people to know, like, I'm a lover and a fighter, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, yeah, some of my songs are sad. They're about love, but just like anybody else, there's so many other sides of me um, that my parents might not necessarily be happy with what I put it out, but, you know, hey, listen. But yeah, like, just the music, all the music that I have on my phone, like, it's just crazy, like, how everything just sounds so different, like, and I'm singing about all different kinds of stuff, like, there's this whole... No holding back, is you? Huh? No holding back, right? 
No, absolutely not. Like if it's one thing, like I'm always going to be, it's a buck when it comes to the music. Like you can pretty much guarantee that everything that I'm talking about in there is true. (laughs) Like analyze it how you want to analyze it. I'm not telling, you know, some of it is metaphorical, but you're going to have to pay for it once you, when you, when you become a superstar. You said what? Oh, back in this album, you're talking about this. (laughs) Right. He was talking about that. No, I mean, yeah, and I it's gonna get annoying with it. Like, oh, but I thought you had this. That's crazy. <laughs> and honestly, like, even on this project too, like, I don't know if people actually know this, but the first, the second, the third, I'm gonna tell you how many tracks is on there. But um, they're real people, like mm-hmm. real relationships that I've actually been in. And I mean, those people know who they are. I don't really gotta say it, but shout out to them. Right, shout out to them for helping me make that <laughs> project. <laughs> Shout out to you, but not shout out to you. Right, right, right. Um, that's and that's also too why I had to name it something else, like a pseudonym, because I'm like, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, put nobody name out there. At first, I was like, I'm gonna put letters, and I was like, nah, nah, I can't do that, nah. So you don't want know uh, what is it called? The best man holiday. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So it's just like for everything that I'm gonna put out like everything that you're about to hear from me like it's different it's me but you know it's it's the truth like it's the truth take it for what it is and don't act uppity because we all been through some different stuff you know um but yeah yeah thank thank you Monique before we go uh anybody that's watching make sure y'all go and stream our music on YouTube Spotify Apple Music all that good stuff is And then I know you got the first and the third on there. Yep. <laughs> our music. Go check it out. It's easy. It's simple. I'll be, I'll, you, as soon you. as I seen you post, I was able to just pull it up. Right. So it's, it's real. But thank you for getting on. And uh, you. hopefully you inspire some people and they got to even know you, you know, mm-hmm. and keep on going. Don't I know, like I told you before, you keep doing stuff consistently and you work hard at it. I know, if you, especially with you, you put something in your hands, you're going to excel. So keep working. And uh, hopefully we can come back when uh, in another yeah, time. Right. When that album come out, I'm foreign, you feel me? Uh, I'm gonna be a security guard by that time. So, <laughs> right, exactly. We're gonna be traveling together at that point. <laughs> yeah, thank you, uh, and have a good day. All thank right, you. y'all. Yo. All right, peace.